0: 2nd Kings, chapter 12. In the seventh year of Jehu, Jehoash began to reign, and forty years reigned he in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Zibiah of Beersheba. And Jehoash did that which was right in the sight of the Lord all his days, wherein Jehoiada the priest instructed him. But the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places. And Jehoash said to the priests, All the money of the dedicated things that is brought into the house of the Lord, even the money of every one that passeth the account, the money that every man is set at, and all the money that cometh into any man's heart to bring into the house of the Lord. Let the priest take it to them, every man of his acquaintance, and let them repair the breaches of the house, wheresoever any breach shall be found. But it was so that in the three-and-twentieth year of King Jehoash, the priests had not repaired the breaches of the house. Then King Jehoash called for Jehoiada the priest and the other priests, and said unto them, Why repair ye not the breaches of the house? Now therefore receive no more money of your acquaintance, but deliver it for the breaches of the house. And the priests consented to receive no more money of the people, neither to repair the breaches of the house. But Jehoiada the priest took a chest, and bored a hole in the lid of it, and set it beside the altar, on the right side, as one cometh into the house of the Lord. And the priests that kept the door put therein all the money that was brought into the house of the Lord. And it was so, when they saw that there was much money in the chest, that the king's scribe and the high priest came up, and they put up in bags, and told the money that was found in the house of the Lord. And they gave the money being told into the hands of them that did the work, that had the oversight of the house of the Lord. And they laid it out to the carpenters and builders that wrought upon the house of the Lord, and to masons and hewers of stone, and to buy timber and hewed stone to repair the breaches of the house of the Lord, and for all that was laid out for the house to repair it. Howbeit there were not made for the house of the Lord bowls of silver, snuffers, basins, trumpets, any vessels of gold or vessels of silver, of the money that was brought into the house of the Lord. But they gave that to the workmen, and repaired therewith the house of the Lord. Moreover, they reckoned not with the men into whose hand they delivered the money to be bestowed on workmen, for they dealt faithfully. The trespass money and sin money was not brought into the house of the Lord it was the priests. Then Hazael king of Syria went up and fought against Gath and took it. And Hazael set his face to go up to Jerusalem. And Jehoash king of Judah took all the hallowed things that Jehoshaphat and Jehoram and Ahaziah his fathers, kings of Judah, had dedicated, and his own hallowed things, and all the gold that was found in the treasures of the house of the Lord and in the king's house, and sent it to Hazael king of Syria. And he went away from Jerusalem. And the rest of the acts of Joash and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And his servants arose and made a conspiracy, and slew Joash in the house of Milo, which goeth down to Silla. For Jehozakar the son of Shimeath, and Jehozabad the son of Shomer his servants smote him, and he died. And they buried him with his fathers in the city of David. And Amaziah his son reigned in his stead.
1: have been having a uh, little bit of a problem this morning. We've been having uh, my Windows computer trying to update, and Windows computers, when they update, are slow as Christmas. And then my uh, MacBook tried to uh, restart, and so all of that was going on at the same time. MacBook is up and running, and Windows is still at 7%, which means we can't get our regular uh music intros or notes to come up like for our uh our bible reading so uh our uh, very i guess the very things that you think uh that we use all the time uh just graphics and things like that cannot be implemented until this computer updates so uh yeah that's what happens when you have Windows computers trying to do video and uh, and broadcasting. That's why we go all Mac in all of our uh, broadcasting because uh, Mac seems to handle large volumes of uh, information a lot quicker and better. But anyway, we're glad that you've joined us today. Hope you have had a great, uh, uh, had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, We had a great Thanksgiving, got to go be with my daughter and uh, granddaughters, and we just had a great time, and uh, hope you had a great Thanksgiving, and we had a great service Sunday. Uh, We didn't have a broadcast yesterday due to scheduling, Uh, took the day off, and uh, so we was not on air yesterday, but we're glad that you've joined us today, and hope you'll stick around, tell your family, and tell your friends we're back off a vacation of Thanksgiving vacation. We got another little break coming up. That'll be in December, uh, right about the week of Christmas and to after the first of the year. So we'll be taking our little breaks and um, hopefully uh, get refreshed and ready to go into next year. And we hope that you will be too. And uh, so uh, we had uh, two great services Sunday at CAC and then went over to PAC and And had a great service. And if you don't have a home church and you live in the tri-state area, come on out and be with us at CAC or PAC. Either one. We'll take you in. That's right. We'll take you in, treat you so many ways. You'll have to like at least two or three of them. And uh, so uh, with that said, thank you for coming back off of your turkey uh, vacation and, uh, hope you had plenty to eat. Hope you got to spend time with family because there's nothing like spending time with family. Well, looking at our weather condition, we got some cool weather out there. That's right. We got some cool weather. It is, uh, it is, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of about 34 degrees outside right now. 34 degrees outside. And, uh, so that is, uh, well, that's that's cool, but uh, it could be cooler, and so I guess we'll just have to wait and see what the weather's going to hold, because after all, uh, it is something that uh, is uh, just around the corner, snow and all of that good stuff. In fact, we had a little bit of snow flurries yesterday morning. That's right. We had some snow flurries yesterday morning, and uh, so... Yeah, that was all just uh, just little flurries. Wasn't nothing major. They got some snow up north, but we did not get any that amounted to anything here uh, because uh, it was just, uh, well, not enough clouds, not enough precip. But looking at our current uh, uh, weather conditions, we do have 33 for the high today, but it's it's got one degree more than that. It's 34. Here in East Kentucky. And uh, with that said and done, uh, it's going to be breezy and cold with sunshine and patchy clouds. And, uh, well, I wonder how uh, they sewed the patches into the clouds. Patchy clouds. There you go. So, anyway, uh, that's what's uh, going on in uh, our little portion of the world. Looks like tomorrow's going to be a high of around 48 with plenty of sunshine and then get up to 57 on Thursday. Looks like Friday rain's going to set back in, keep us in the low to mid-50s. And look at that on Sunday, 60 degrees. That's right, 60 degrees. So we'll take that, and uh looks like that it's going to be a time of uh, – Of just getting, uh, you know, uh, I guess all of those uh, things that you want to do. A lot of times people decorate outside their home and so they try to get everything uh, all together. And uh, so Sunday is 60 degrees, Monday's 55, but we got rain. But you can do that in 54 degree weather and 57 on Thursday. Even 48 feels better than 33. That's right. So we're glad that you've joined us today. And we still got a computer still at 7% complete. Yeah. So that computer is out of the question for the rest of the broadcast, which means we will not be having our scripture up on the screen. I can do uh, some of the things with this uh, other computer, but I can't do the scripture and I can't do uh, the graphics that we normally do, or the music that we normally do. Like even our trivia question, I'll have to play some different music for that because um, I've got a backup computer that I use and an iPad I use when we have troubles like this because, you know, uh, that computer needs updated, but, uh, well, we don't have no budget here at CAC Daily cast. so we just try to patch it up and keep working on it until we get it to work. But anyway, that's not your problem. That's my problem, and uh, we're glad that you uh, have joined us today. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, that's just a few minutes away, uh, somewhere around uh, 12 minutes away, we're going to be having our teaching session, so stick around for that because you do not want to miss that. We'll always have a great time studying the Word, studying in the book of Revelation, chapter 13. And let's see if we can't get into our uh, study, uh, our 60 seconds with the pastor. If you got 60 seconds, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. So here we go. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. In 1 John 4 and 4, it says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Do you ever feel outnumbered? Do you ever feel like you're being challenged on every level of your faith? Do you sometimes feel like the Goliaths of this world are winning the battle? Sometimes we just need to be reminded of who lives in us. The New Living Translation says it this way, But you belong to God, my dear children. You've already won a victory over these people, because the Spirit that lives in you is greater than the Spirit who lives in the world. The greater lives in you. And that is uh, 60 seconds with the pastor. We always say if you got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. And uh, we do have our uh, trivia question that we want to throw in right here. And, of course, as I said, we have to play a little bit different music because our trivia question computer is updating 7% Windows operating system. Well, as you can see, we do have some uh, crazy backup music that uh, we just had to pick off the shelf because (laughs) we've got all of our music on one computer that we use normally, and it is updating. But uh, we'll, we'll just kind of ease into our trivia question of the day. And the CAC trivia question of the day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps radio and television broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on FM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world, that's Q95FM. Net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. That's right, on WQCW uh, TV. That's the Tri-State CW. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can always check in by simply going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question, what did God tell Laban in his dream? What did God tell Laban in his dream? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link, it'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results, we do have the results of Uh, This would have been uh, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday of last week. I can't remember when our last broadcast was. It was on the 21st. So that is when we had our last broadcast took off for Thanksgiving. And uh, by the way, if you're not getting our updates and uh, notices and text, Get your phone out right now and text at CAC Daily to the number 81010. In fact, not only did we use this when we took our break, but we also used this app this morning because of the uh, problem we was having with a computer not updating. So uh, if you want to start getting text and updates when we have cancellation, rescheduling, technical difficulty, something happens we can't get on the air, Get your phone out right now and text just like you see it on the screen right there at CAC Daily to the number 81010. Well, speaking of results, well, we do have the results of uh, the trivia question that was on our last broadcast, which was on the 21st of November. And uh, out of those that participated in that trivia question, It looks like 50% of you got it correct with the correct answer of, and the question was, I guess I should read that, to which Caesar did Jesus pay tribute or taxes? And out of those that participated, looks like 50% of you got it correct with the correct answer of Tiberius. That was the Caesar, Tiberius. Course, some people thought it was Augustus Caesar because of the um, the popularity of that that Caesar. But uh, you see, not every Caesar was the same Caesar. Not every Pharaoh was the same Pharaoh. Pharaoh was like a title, like we would say president. Uh, you know, of the United States, we'd say like today, President Biden uh, and and Governor Brasher. Uh, but uh, this is uh, just something that uh, that gives you a, a title. So Pharaoh was the official title. And, of course, uh, when you start looking at official titles in uh, governors and, and different ones, uh, they were uh, Caesars. And uh, so a lot of times people say, oh, that was Caesar this and Caesar that. But there's different Caesars. That's right. It's it's hard to say different Caesars, but anyway, uh, that's uh, the uh, results of the broadcast and the trivia question on the 21st, and uh, since we're back off of our little break, and we still got a computer still trying to update a Windows computer, by the way, of 7%, uh, what did God tell Laban in his dream? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It will take you where you need to go. That's right. It will. It will take you where you need to go. And let's see if we can't just jump in here with a little something else. Well, we do have... The Commonwealth Minute, this is uh, by Rick Nelson, the Executive Director of Commonwealth Policy Center, and we like to play the Commonwealth Minute, because he asked us to. So let's see what's going on with the $2.2 million for domestic violence prevention in Kentucky.
2: to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson.
1: Kentucky Lieutenant Governor Jackie Coleman announced over two million dollars in new public funding aimed at addressing domestic violence the money will fund training and programs for law enforcement and other service providers and domestic violence is a tragedy and the government should use its resources to help fight against this great evil but more funding and more programs cannot get to the heart of the matter domestic violence is caused by sin violent anger selfishness and a lack of impulse control are ingredients to causing and leading to domestic violence. Now, if domestic violence is to be curtailed, it will require changed hearts and minds. And this is the realm of the church. When the reality of sin is taught and the remedy of our sinful natures through the Savior Jesus Christ is embraced, many social ills like domestic violence will be curtailed.
2: Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC4Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org.
1: And that is the Commonwealth Minute brought to you by Commonwealth Policy Center Executive Director Richard Nelson. Also, uh, this is episode 186 of this year, and uh, because of that, uh, it's going to be hard for us to get our 200 episodes in. We still have to do about uh, 14 more episodes, and we just got a few weeks to Christmas. So uh, hopefully we'll get all that in and get our 200 in. This is day number 332 of 365. So we have, looks like, 33 days left in this year. And uh, we usually get about 200 episodes. And by the time we get to the end of the year, we're going to be celebrating our 10th anniversary service. And that's going to be December the 5th because we started back in 2013, and we're going to be celebrating our 10th anniversary service. We'll have over 2,100 episodes in by then, and so that's a lot of episodes. And uh, yeah, so uh, we'll have that many in by the end of the year, and it's all because of you, the viewers. And we also want to make mention of our announcements and of course, our prayer requests because uh, we have some things that uh, always uh, we want you to pray about and we want you to uh, you know, take to the Lord and call on the name of the Lord on behalf of. But let's look at our announcements. The first Monday of the month that's coming up this coming Monday, uh, we will have our men's meeting at 6 p.m., CAC Christmas Ornament Exchange is coming up this Friday. That'll be December the 1st, 7 p.m. Also, CAC Daily iCast, as we said, going to be celebrating our 10th anniversary online celebration Tuesday, December the 5th. And uh, we started back in 2013. Also, CAC Christmas Program, write this date down. You do not want to miss it. Sunday, December the 10th, 6 p.m. Christmas party is going to take place at the Youth Center and that is the Community Christian Center Uh, instead of the Youth Center it's called the Community Christian Center in Phelps, Kentucky and um, that is going to take place Friday and that will be uh, uh, December the 15th between 6 and 8 P.M. So keep that in mind, and that is uh, going to be at the Community Christian Center, and uh, that is always a good place. that the um, There was a local cooperator, and uh, he, um, literally him and another guy, uh, financed this uh, community center for Phelps, and it's got all sorts of stuff for kids. And uh, it's going to be a uh, a great uh, a great time for uh, all of the people uh, to uh, all churches and take kids there. It's always a great a great experience. I'm telling you, there's nothing as nice as it is in Gatlinburg, or there's nothing that outdoes it. And they have rock wall climbing. Uh, they have uh, you know basketball they have uh all sorts of other events uh you know like these uh, uh, ninja warriors that uh, do these uh, uh running over these uh, uh pylons and things well they got all sorts of stuff i mean it's just an amazing amazing community center and we certainly uh thank those that that's involved with making that happen for this little town in Phelps. And, uh, that means a lot to this community. So, uh, we, we, uh, Woody Barker and, and, uh, also some others were involved in this and we certainly appreciate them. Well, let's see what else too that we need to make mention of. We need to make mention of our prayer request, Uh, and we want to, uh, remind you of just the last few on the prayer list. Uh, let's remember Charlotte Vane Zettle, Sandra Lester, Shane Hurley, Wayne Dotson, Mickey, uh, Chris Justice and Family, uh, Shannon Pruitt, Ann Thacker, Vesrin, Danny, uh, Mark Smith, and Selena Bryant. Let's remember all of them in prayer, and we know that the Lord is going to Uh, Touch them because we're going to believe together. That's how we know. So let's go to the Lord in prayer as we pray. Uh, for all of these on the prayer list. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty, miraculous way for each and every one that has a need, whether it's a spiritual, physical, or mental uplifting that they need, that they will receive what they have need of by looking unto you, the author and the finisher of our faith, I pray, Lord, that you would touch each and every one that needs a touch today. I pray that you would go into their homes and bless them, all of those that's viewing today and watching live, as well as all of those who will watch by way of On Demand. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one. Let them feel your power. Let them feel your healing touch. And, Lord, we ask that you would just uh, give them the provisions they have need of. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus, we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, coming up in, uh, well, like right now, we need to take our little break. And the reason we take a break is to clear up the lags so that we can record our teaching sessions, put them on the archives, and people can watch them on their own time frame. So don't go anywhere. Don't touch at any key.
2: Church Every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily ICAST is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link.
1: You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9:30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com.
2: You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily Icast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 two eight two four one zero eight or email those prayer requests and praise reports to CAC at CAC dot org or CAC at cornerstoneapostolic dot org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word.
1: Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily ICAST. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century styles. We bring you a little bit of study today, a little bit of home Bible study, 21st century style. We want you to join in with us. We have a little bit of a problem with one of our uh, Windows computers that uh, is still updating, so we won't have uh, the graphics and we won't have uh, the scripture on the screen like we uh, normally do, uh, just simply because of that. And uh, we want to uh, always remember uh, that, uh, you know, technology is great while it's working, but when it's not working, then we have some problems. So we got a few problems today, but we're going to continue on with the broadcast and get our study time in because, after all, we really don't need all the bells and whistles just to have a good study in the word, right? So, uh, we, we are studying in the book of Revelation and, uh, we're getting into, uh, chapter 13 of the book of Revelation. And, uh, I want to just kind of, uh, uh, bring us up to speed of what we were, uh, discussing. We were talking about this, um, this beast. Uh, that was rising up out of the sea. And we were talking about how that in ancient times, they thought the sea was a place of evil. Uh, so describing a beast that is rising up, that is full of, of power and evil, rising up out of evil, uh, the sea, uh, kind of gives us an idea of uh, what's going on uh, with this uh, particular um, portion of Scripture. Now um, John also spoke of the Antichrist in First John chapter two and verse number eighteen. So uh, John spoke of the Antichrist, and he also spoke of uh, many antichrists. So there's going to be the main Antichrist, but there's going to there's already many antichrists in the world today. Uh, you know, anybody that is anti is against Christ. And we all know that that is something that is, um, you know, part of the uh, uh, world that we're living in. It just seems like that the world is against Christianity, against good, against uh, righteousness. Uh, And it seems like that evil is being pushed to the forefront. And so we can see how that this beast can rise up out of evil. And rise up with evil because the world is getting worse and worse. And everybody can say amen to that. Uh, so we look at this and we see that um, not only uh, is this beast, uh, you know, uh, uh, got 10 horns and, uh, and 10 crowns, if, if you will. Uh, there's a little horn. Uh, there's, there's, uh, other, other, uh, things that are being described, uh, if you will. Uh, but in Daniel's vision, the 10 horns specifically represented 10 kingdoms, uh, that this final world dictator has authority over. And you can find that in Daniel chapter seven and verse 24 in John's vision, the 10 crowns on the 10 horns emphasize this idea of having authority, and power over these uh, 10 kingdoms. Now, the visions of Daniel 7 and Daniel 2 also connect governments uh, represented by the 10 crowns. Uh, One of those is going to be the ancient Roman Empire, the rise back up of the ancient Roman Empire. Uh, You see, when Daniel saw it, uh, he saw this image, and we all know uh, each part of the image had a representation of of a kingdom and of people. Uh, but we find that in those visions, Daniel saw three successive world empires, and each succeeded by a fourth, which in the context of the visions is plainly the Roman Empire. Now, when you start talking about the Roman Empire, you have to remember and go back and study what was the Roman Empire what what were they con uh, what did they consist of uh, they were the world domination uh, even during Jesus' day they were the dominant uh, rule and authority so we see this and and we see the rise of this coming back up um, then Messiah will come and uh, destroy all the earthly reign and all the kingdoms of this world, and uh, he will rule and reign. So that's what we look at. And since we do not um, see uh, things the way maybe Daniel saw them or uh, even John saw them, uh, John and Daniel described them in terms of that they use during their day. So that's why sometimes when you uh, see a beast rising up out of the sea, uh, John's describing, and as we said, Revelation is full of, of uh, uh, you know typology, uh, symbolism, uh, all sorts of other things that you have to connect the dots, if you will, uh, so that you can understand it. So that's what we're trying to do. Uh, but we do know that... Uh, Uh, Daniel prophesied, and we can see that the Roman Empire will resume, will come back, will rise up at some point in some way. And, And we can pretty well all agree to that. I mean, most scholars will agree to that, that the Roman Empire is going to rise back up in some way expressed by this uh, collection of ten crowns. Now, on his head, uh, his heads, I should say, plural, uh, was a a blasphemous, uh, a blasphemous name, a blasphemous name. Um, The seven heads of the beast each advertise blasphemy against God. All of these seven heads of the beast uh, are blaspheming and advertising blasphemy against God. Now, this is something important because how many knows that the rise of, of a lot of kingdoms, countries, if you will, today uh, are uh, rising up uh, against Christianity, blaspheming God. Uh, you know, um, look at look at all the. Muslim world. Look at all of the world of different religions. And uh, it's it's anti-Christ. Uh, so, so that's why we look today and we see so much going on. Why are the Jews being persecuted today? Why was there uh, an attack October the 7th on innocent Jews? Because of the end time things coming to pass. That's why the hatred the hatred against god's people the hatred against anything god true god i should say the hatred of anything true against the true god is on the rise today and we see it it's not a it's not a speculation it's not something that somebody just uh, says to meet their narrative It's actually something that is going on in our world today. So with that said, uh, we want to make sure that we, uh, we realize that these, uh, these heads are all presenting the message of blasphemy, blasphemy. He is a blasphemer who speaks against God. And if you remember, uh, there was given the illustration that all blasphemy can be forgiven except blasphemy against the Holy ghost. And that can never be forgiven. So, um, uh, that, that's pretty, uh, astounding if you start thinking about it. Well, I want to, uh, read something here because I want you to, uh, kind of jump in here with us on, uh, the 13th, uh, chapter. And, uh, Verse number one, I'll just read verse number one. It says, and I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven horns and ten, seven heads, I'm sorry, and ten horns. And upon his horns, ten crowns, and upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. Verse number two, and the beast which I saw was likened to a leper, and his feet were as the feet of a bear now that's that's pretty amazing uh, and his mouth was as the mouth of a lion this is all symbolism. Remember we got symbolism and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority and uh, I just want to uh, uh, let us know the description of the of the beast uh, also connects. To the images uh, in Daniel chapter seven, so uh, these these all connect together. So I tell people all the time: read Daniel, read Revelation. You have to study them two books, those two books together, and also you can throw in uh, some of Ezekiel and uh, and different uh, prophets of the Old Testament. But mainly, Daniel and Revelation can go together. So study those two books. Together, compare the symbolism. Compare uh, what Daniel saw with what John saw, and you're going to see the connection. So uh, the beast that uh, John saw looked like a leopard. Now this is uh, this is important because uh, a leopard, a bear, and a lion are mentioned in this uh, verse. Saw so he was likened to a leopard, and his feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And so uh, God used images from Daniel's vision of Daniel chapter 7 to communicate the identity and nature, and this is why it's so important, the nature of the beast to John. Daniel 7 uses four animals or beasts, to describe the course of human government from daniel's time until the ultimate reign of jesus on the earth now the first three animals are and uh, a lion in daniel a picture of the babylonian empire a bear which is a picture of the medo persian empire and a leopard which is a picture of the greek empire the fourth animal was a dreadful indescribable beast which shared the most terrifying characteristics of the previous beast. So when you see verse number two, I saw a beast. And and a beast, of course, uh, represents something destructive, something powerful, something destructive, uh, uh, very evil. And this beast was likened to a leopard, but its feet were as the feet of a bear. So uh, these represent... These represent different uh, kingdoms, and so uh, empires, if you will. Uh, The Babylonian Empire uh, is represented by a lion. A bear is a picture of the Medo-Persian Empire. you got to go back to Daniel to get this. And the leper is a picture of the Greek Empire. The fourth animal, being very dreadful, was indescribable, but it was terrifying. It was evil, it was powerful, and uh, represents the final world empire under the leadership of a satanic dictator. you got to remember, we're not dealing with flesh and blood, we're dealing with spirits. We're dealing with spirits. And so John presents the beast as an extension of the fourth beast in Daniel 7, Connecting the empire with the characteristics of the great empires of the past. The final world empire will have um, cat-like, if you will, vigilance of a leper, uh, the slow and crushing power of a bear, and the authority and ferociousness of a lion. When you think of a leper, you think of uh, uh, a leopard is, is a powerful beast that is able to move swiftly. And, and so we're going to see that in the last days. These evil empires are going to move swiftly. They have the ability to move swiftly, quickly, powerfully, and uh, overcome. <clears throat> also, we see uh, the representation of a bear. A bear has the ability to crush uh, with its teeth. Uh, it can tower. It can tear. If you talk to any uh, ranger uh, in one of our national, um, you know, uh, uh, forests, and and uh, someone who is uh, knowledgeable of bears, uh, they they can crush you. Not only can they uh, swipe with their big paw and claws. Uh, but uh, they can tear that way, but they can crush and destroy. And uh, and that's, uh, that's what this is about. This is about how evil is going to come in swiftly and powerfully and just start tearing and killing and destroying and crushing. And that is the representation of what's coming upon this earth. Now, also... Uh, you know, um, a bear is not as fast as a leopard, leopard, but, uh, it is, uh, slower, but it's got a lot of power and the authority and ferociousness of a lion. They tell me that when a lion in the wild, like in Africa locks on to its prey, it, uh, it, it can't be deterred. It can't be uh, distracted, and so I think that this uh, representation of this empire by the lion, uh, you know, uh, looking at it in the sense that uh, uh, we can see a lion in Daniel's day, uh, the Babylonian empire, the rise back up of that, uh, and you know when you start looking at Iraq and 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 Iran and all of those places, and they're starting to get more power, right? And, and you know, in Iraq is, is the old Babylon. But uh, we look at this and we see uh, with the understanding of the symbolism, we go back to Daniel and we get Daniel and Revelation and we put it together uh, to get this understanding. But if a lion locks in on its prey, It can't be distracted. It can't be persuaded not to do destructive things. It will attack. It will pursue either until its prey is destroyed or its prey gets away. So we see how ferocious this uh, illustration of these empires are. They're swift, they're powerful. They're destructive. They're not going to be distracted from what they're doing. They're going to finish what they start. And um, kind of reminds me, uh, you know, of, of when an army wants to take out the enemy completely, they don't stop until the job is done. That's the way this is going to be. This end time empire's are not going to be able to be stopped. And some people are going to say, well, you know, the U.S. has a powerful military. U.S. is not going to be able to stop anything that has to do with end-time events. Why? How do I know this? Because end-time events must come to pass. And if we can understand that, that they must come to pass, then we'll understand that there will be no stopping what is getting ready to happen? That's why we need to be ready. I want to stop with that and close with that, and hopefully uh, tomorrow we'll be back on track with our uh, Bible uh, reading and and uh, graphics and all those things, so that uh, each one can uh, can uh, start uh, viewing along, and I can have more information coming up on the screen to you. But I want to close with that because. I want us just to remember all of these things that we're studying are important, but they're not salvational issues. So if you disagree with me or, or somebody disagrees with you on these end time events, it has nothing to do with salvation. We must be saved according to what Peter said and according to what others have said. We must be saved. And and if you get saved, stay saved. Because in the end time, no matter how much you have to go through or we have to go through, we want to be steadfast, unmovable like that tree planted by the water and not be moved. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we close the study today. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this study today. I pray, Lord, that we have expounded your word fully. If we have misrepresented your word in any way or misinterpreted your word in any way, forgive us, Lord. Help us to make it right, because we want to rightly divide the word of truth. And Lord, I pray that you would touch somebody today, that they would realize that while we study this, this is important, but also we just need to make sure we are ready to meet you when you come that we are ready and we are standing steadfast in this world. And Lord, we love you and we praise you. We ask that you would touch our families, draw our families, deal with the hearts of our families, friends, and loved ones as we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Well, I appreciate you joining us today, and I hope that you will uh, join us tomorrow. Uh, We got some... uh, uh, that are updating and that's why we didn't have all of our stuff going on but we got to get out of here and get some stuff done today we hope you've enjoyed the broadcast hope you will check us out tomorrow everybody have a great day because we are out of here